Welcome into this next episode of Big A's Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel. And in this episode, I will be recapping the NBA draft specifically for the Milwaukee Bucks and the second round picks that they were able to make. They had two second round picks last night and uh, they picked two really solid players, uh, in my opinion. And uh, we'll see how they do in the NBA. Obviously, talking about a pick and recapping a pick and seeing if you like it or not is always a good, uh, fun exercise to do, but it also is something where the player has to go out there and perform and produce. Uh, and you don't really know how the player is going to pan out until they uh, play in the NBA and see how well they produce. Or if they maybe don't produce as much and they don't stick around as long. So we'll see what happens. But uh, the Bucks selected Jordan Nuara at the 45th pick in the second round. They got this pick. Actually, they traded for it uh, from a report from ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski uh, yesterday where they uh, acquired that pick and they traded away two second-round picks uh, to the Magic. And uh, those second-round picks, are, I believe, uh, future second-round picks uh, for the Magic. And then the Bucks were able to uh, select uh, Nuara. And Nuara is a forward uh, who's 22 years old from Louisville. He averaged 13.9 points per game uh, in three seasons with the Cardinals. And had about six rebounds a game. But his best uh, thing that he does, probably, among other things that he does well, is he shot 39% from three-point range. And uh, those stats are according to NBADraft.net. And uh, it's really good to see the Bucks really get an impact uh, player as far as a guy who can really shoot the ball at a high clip and really probably come into Mike Budenholzer's rotation as far as coming off the bench and uh, making an immediate impact, uh, hopefully, as far as that goes. He's got good size, too. Uh, he's around 6'8", or, or around there, uh, ballpark. He's a forward. So uh, I think that he should do well in, in uh, Milwaukee. And he's a nice pickup, as I mentioned, for the uh, bench as far as he's played three years at Louisville, and a lot of times those upperclassmen seem to translate better to the NBA. I mean, there's some uh, upperclassmen who don't pan out as far as that goes. But there's a lot of other ones, most notably Malcolm Brockton from a few years ago when the Bucks picked him in the draft. The maturity level and everything, uh, especially out of an upperclassman, uh, really helps because they know the game. They have a high IQ uh, for, the, for the game, and uh, the, they're really able to uh, ma make an impact uh, more quickly than, let's say, an 18-year-old or 19-year-old, which... The 18-year-olds or 19-year-olds that are picked, a uh, little bit younger players, uh, freshmen around there coming out of college, they're they're really they're still mature, but they're maybe not as mature as the people who are older than them by by a little bit, which is no fault to them because they're the age they are, and that's what they are. Uh, and the generally, you, the older you get, maturity even continues to uh, increase. So. 
Uh, it's definitely something where the Bucks uh, were able to do well there, I think. And he's a sharpshooter, as I mentioned, uh, who can shoot it at a high clip. And uh, I think that that will help uh, the Bucks as far as that goes. So that's probably the best thing that they got as far as his shooting and his scoring ability defensively. In other areas, he's a little bit where he can improve. But any draft pick can improve in some areas, uh, and in that, and it's a second round pick, so there's not as much of an investment in the pick as far as financially as there would be in a first round pick. So you kind of uh, take a shot on a guy and uh, hope they pan out uh, for you. So hopefully Nawara can uh, do that for the Bucks, and then uh, the second uh, second round pick that they had, uh, they selected Sam Merrill. And he's from Utah State. He's uh, six foot five. Uh, the pick that they got uh, this uh, from at pick sixty was a part of the Drew Holiday uh, trade, which isn't official yet, but it sounds like it'll uh, be official uh, in the coming days uh, once free agency heats up on Friday night and everything. So uh, it looks like they'll be able to to uh, get this pick, which would be Sam Merrill, and he's twenty four years old. So, again, he's an older draft pick, but uh, I think it's a good pick uh, by John Horst, uh, the Bucks GM, and, and their um, front office and their coaches and everybody who's a part of the draft process as far as that goes because Sam Merrill, according to Real GM, uh, shot 16.7 where he had for the points per game, and then uh, he shot 42% uh, from three-point range. So uh, real sharpshooter and uh, somebody who can uh, step into the Bucks rotation and hopefully make an e- immediate impact as far as, I mean, I, I heard uh, from John Horst, he had some media availability a few days ago. I saw uh, within the media for NBA and uh, with the Bucks, and he basically, I'm paraphrasing here, but he basically uh, alluded to the fact that the number one thing the Bucks are looking for is really good, high-quality shooting to, to add to their team because th- they weren't that far off last year. I mean, they got beat by the Heat in the second round, and yeah, they probably should have got further than what they got, but they ran into a really hot Heat team, and uh, they lost, and they need to do better. But uh, last year in the playoffs, they uh, struggled to shoot uh, the three-point ball effectively and at high clip and that's something that uh, was one of the many factors that kind of let them down so hopefully this draft as far as getting two shooters which is their prime thing that they do well both of them Merrill and Noara can help uh, the bench and Merrill's a guard and Noara is a forward he can he, he's more of a front court player and then Merrill's a backcourt player so it makes sense that the Bucks bench right now, I mean, their bench is Thanasis Adetokounmpo, Giannis Adetokounmpo's brother. And then other than that, I believe he's their only bench player uh, as far as that goes. And then their starting five they have, uh, which could be a little bit of a hang-up as far as that goes. Because yesterday we heard uh, within the NBA media that uh, the Bogdanovich trade might be uh, falling through uh, as far as that goes. So we'll see what happens there. A lot to kind of unpack there in the coming days and a lot more clarity will 
uh, happen as far as once free agency starts and everything and that. Uh, but it looks like now the Bucks just need to add to their bench, and they can do that with these two draft picks, which, again, like I said in yesterday's podcast for an episode of my podcast for the Bucks uh, targets in the draft, they are getting two players that in NBA money isn't a whole lot of money. Like I believe these players make not that much compared to all these other NBA players that are off their rookie deals and on, on deals where they make millions and millions and millions of dollars. So you can, you can get these players for fairly cheap and hope that they pan out. And uh, if they do, then, that's great. But if they don't, it's also kind of, hey, you can let the player go and uh, just kind of admit, hey, you you didn't hit on the pick, which isn't sometimes you don't hit on a pick. I mean, a lot of times you do and sometimes you don't. So I think that uh, the Bucks were able to uh, really do uh, best they could with what they had and maximize what they had in yesterday's uh, draft and I think uh, it was a really good uh, thing for the Bucks uh, as far as that goes. So hopefully those players can come in and uh, produce uh, for the Bucks and uh, add to their already really good team that they have and championship level team. Uh, obviously they have to go out and improve it like any championship level team, but hopefully uh, they can do that. And one other thing that I do want to mention before I jump to another thing I want to talk about for the Bucks before I close on another episode of my podcast is this year's draft was so different as far as because of COVID, unfortunately they didn't have it at the draft headquarters where they have these NBA draft picks come up to Adam Silver, the commissioner and shake his hand and do the hats where they put the team team that they got picks hat on their head and they take the picture and everything because of the coronavirus and it was all virtual which i think props to the nba and props to espn who televised it to do the best they could given the situation and they wanted to get the draft done obviously because the nba season's coming up in december 22nd which is a little bit over a month from now as we're now at november 19th so I think that it was good uh, for them to uh, kind of do the best they could, and I think it was a good uh, broadcast yesterday on ESPN, so props to them for that. And I really enjoyed watching it, as I always do. But uh, a thing with the draft picks is they didn't really have a college basketball season last year because of COVID, so a lot of these draft picks were kind of uncertain, and this is something that I wanted to touch on that, but didn't get to in yesterday's episode of my podcast for the draft. Uh, coverage that I had for my podcast is they wanted to have a season, but they couldn't because of COVID. So there was a lot of players who barely played in college and it, there wasn't as much to go off of. I mean, they have a bunch of tape as far as high school and all that. So they have a lot of tape, but a lot of the stuff as far as the highlights and everything of the player they're missing out on because of the sh- season that really didn't happen so I think uh, it'll be interesting to see how these players 
kind of translate to the NBA. And it'll be a process for for pretty much all of them, like it always is. But there probably won't be much summer league as far as that goes because, I mean, we're not even in summer. We're in November now. We're in winter. But this NBA season would be started now if we didn't have coronavirus, but we do. So it got everything out of whack where the NBA had to do do a break in the season and then come back and play in the bubble and then have a few months months off and then ramp things up again to start another season. So it's all changed and everything because of the coronavirus and they're just doing the best they can. And I think that uh, everybody involved deserves a lot of props and a lot of credit um, as far as that goes. So uh, kind of a round of applause uh, for the uh, NBA and everybody involved because uh, they, they really did a fantastic job as far as that goes. So uh, it'll be interesting, like I mentioned, to see how things uh, pan out for these rookies and uh, how they all work because I, as much as the next person, love being the person who kind of says, hey, this, this player's going to pan out, this player's maybe not. But again, like I mentioned earlier, all that matters for the dra- Bucks draft picks that they pick, but all the other draftees is how they produce on the court and everything and how how they um, do in the NBA and, and how successful they are. So uh, it, it, it goes to show you uh, how tough it is to get to the NBA. It's the highest level, and all these players have made it. And congratulations to all them. And I wish them all the best in their NBA careers and everything. So that I did want to mention at the end after I talked about uh, the Bucks uh, two draft picks. But coming up after this short break for my podcast for Big A Sports Show, I wanted to talk about the Bucks as far as the uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich uh, kind of snafu uh, with the uh, sign-and-trade deal that may or not, may not be happening and kind of uh, talk through that a little bit more. So stay tuned for that after this short audio break. Moving ahead and closing out another edition of Big A Sports Show, I'm your host, Adam Van Handel. And in the previous segment, I talked about the Bucks, uh, two draft picks that they got, uh, Jordan Awara and uh, Sam Merrill, yesterday in the second round of the NBA draft, and uh, kind of talked uh, more in depth on them and how they'll fit with the Bucks and everything. But in this segment, I wanted to talk about the uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich uh, trade snafu that uh, we have hit uh Everything last night within the NBA media uh, kind of is having some questions whether or not the trade, uh, as far as the signing trade for Bogdanovich, is going to get done. And we need more clarity. Uh, that's kind of simply put how you can say it. Uh, but all the rumors, I've kind of uh, read up on this a little bit and everything. And all the rumors within the NBA media have uh, kind of alluded to the fact that. Uh, the teams that want Giannis as far as him coming up in free agency after this year, he'll be a free agent unrestricted. So anybody can sign him uh, if he doesn't sign a super max with the bucks to stay with the bucks or sign a, another contract with the bucks to stay with the bucks. 
So they are all kind of clearing cap space for making a run at uh, Giannis Adetokounmpo and everything. So they're not very happy with the Bucks' uh, rumored moves that they've made for Drew Holiday and Bogdan Bogdanovich because nothing's official, but things I've been uh, kind of reading up on uh, within the NBA media, uh, most notably from ESPN, uh, have kind of alluded to the fact that Giannis feels really even more so confident in uh, potentially sticking around with the Bucks and signing the Supermax potentially or signing a, a different deal um, with them to uh, stay for more years. So a lot of the opposing GMs and opposing owners and everything within that are not very happy uh, with that because they want Giannis and and they thought that they were going to have their shot at Giannis. But uh, everything Giannis has kind of communicated in the media, I haven't really heard him unless I missed something say, I don't want to play for the Bucks. Like he's mentioned all the opposite. Like he's said things to the effect of he's got loyalty and everything for the Bucks. And he wants to stay with the Bucks. He knows that the Bucks took a shot on him years back in the draft at the 15th pick. And some people didn't necessarily like the pick as far as there wasn't a whole lot on him as compared to a more known player where the known player would play at a, a Duke or a or a Kansas or a Kentucky, and you really know a lot about him. He was an overseas player and uh, really kind of there was some unknown with him. And, I mean, now with the uh, all the sources you can look at uh, within the media, you, you can read up on a player, but there wasn't as much uh, kind of publicity about him uh, going on at the time. So some fans were shocked and everything by it, but uh, he's obviously turned out to be a great pick and uh, one of the best players in the NBA. Uh, that's for sure, as he's a two-time uh, league MVP now. So Giannis is very happy that uh, GM at the time, John Hammond, uh, for the Bucks, uh picked him and really likes the loyalty that they showed him as far as he's had uh, the path of a player that's really had to work for everything that he's got, and every player has to work for everything that they got. But just from where Giannis has come from and everything, uh, with his great family and everything around him uh, that he has, uh, he's even more so had to uh, work for, for everything, and he um, was a, a definitely a player that uh, was very grateful that the Bucks, uh selected him with the 15th pick in the draft. And just the trajectory of the player, that uh, kind of progressed throughout his career has really turned out to be uh, a really good uh, NBA player. And uh, he kind of wants to reward the Bucks uh, for, for taking him, and he doesn't want to leave them if he doesn't have to. But uh, he's basically indicated to them that, hey, I like being with the Bucks. I like the fans. I like the organization. As long as we have a winning product on the court, then I'll stay. I'll stay for my career because he's alluded to the fact that he wants to have his number retired at now Pfizer Forum, their new arena, or not new arena. It's been um, around for a few years now, but newish arena and um, wants to really have a legacy uh, with the Bucks. And 
uh, not leave uh, for another team in free agency if he doesn't have to. So uh, all these moves for Drew Holiday, Bogdan Bogdanovich, are really just trying to show Giannis, please stick around, please stick around, because we're doing everything in our power to stay a winning team. And uh, even if they don't win the title next year, I think as long as they keep showing Giannis on the court, hey, we're in the playoffs. I mean, at least they would have to get to the playoffs, at least if they don't make the playoffs, which I don't think will happen, then Giannis probably won't stay. But as long as they're in the playoffs, they're really making a run at the Larry O'Brien Trophy, then Giannis, I would imagine, would want to stay. But that's up to him as far as that goes. But uh, hopefully the Bogdanovich trade works itself out and uh, is able to get finalized and everything. They might have to adjust the deal as far as who they give up and and compensation that way. But, um, I mean, you might as well make things official and, and get it towards the, the finish line. Otherwise, if they don't, then the Bucks will have to kind of make a different move and, and uh, move in a different direction as far as uh, improving the team uh, even further. As far as it's a really good team, but it definitely uh, can be a lot better and really make uh, an even more serious run at, at the NBA title. So I think the expectation is Giannis just wants the team to uh, continue to keep getting better and keep improving and every year just kind of get further than what they got and everything and and he should stick around in Milwaukee but uh that's kind of a look at uh the Bogdan Bogdanovich uh, trade snafu and additionally the Drew Holiday trade everything I've seen within the NBA media has said that it's going to get official and everything and hopefully the Bogdanovich trade will too so uh, I guess I would hope that uh, things would kind of work themselves out and uh, the Bucks would be able to move on in their offseason and fill out the rest of the roster because they have X amount of money I believe 15 million I saw uh, to fill out the rest of the roster and I'm not sure if that factors in the middle of exception or not but uh They'll need to sign guys to the minimum and uh, try and chase a NBA championship. So that'll about do it, though, for another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Manhandle, and I hope that you've enjoyed all my previous episodes of my podcast, all my future episodes that are upcoming in this episode. And uh, I'm always looking to get as many consistent listeners as possible. So keep spreading the word if you want to spread the word about my show. And uh, the listening support so far has been great. I look forward to continue and uh, get even better than what it was. And uh, thank you all again for listening to another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel.